0: Nonetheless, thank you so much, and enjoy. I recently made a post on my Instagram story asking if I should share some tips and strategies on how to reduce stress and anxiety, and why I'm taking a little bit of a break from Instagram. This is that, and before we head in, I just want to add a little caveat that I did this outside, and because of that, there are a little bit of feedback from our fellow nature critters, so if you hear anything, bear with me, it does get better, and I promise that the podcast itself is incredibly valuable. Hope you enjoy. Big love. Well, I've been saying for some time that we were gonna do these podcast shorts, these shorter formed solo podcasts that would be informative insightful helpful all the fun adjectives uh, most of the podcasts we've done it up to this point were an hour hour and a half two hours long mean another person deep diving into various forms of medicine things that can help us to come back home to ourselves to improve our mental emotional well-being to improve our connectedness to ourselves now before i move forward i do want to acknowledge that today's office is outside in nature you are going to hear the sounds of bugs and let's just take a moment to include them to bring them with us and to acknowledge them so that way uh it's not you know too distracting by just simply acknowledging in our brain oh yeah look that's nature okay cool nature's doing its nature thing but this is going to be who knows we'll see maybe if if this is something that brings value and people enjoy you enjoy that it will be something that has done more consistently but to, the topic of today is actually based off of uh, an Instagram story that I shared where I mentioned if I were to share some some tips some strategies regarding stress overwhelm anxiety and also just a little bit of the behind the scenes of why I've been less present on social media and I want to start by just straight up providing value as my journey has revealed to me things that have been helping me with my own mental health journey with stress, with anxiety, with overwhelm. I recently finished a course called The Distraction Disruptor by Stephen Kotler. I wanna first start by saying it is an incredible course and if you are somebody who struggles with distraction, being distracted, feeling like you don't have enough time in the day to get things done, feeling stressed and overwhelmed by work or all the things on your list of things to do, I 10 out of 10 recommend doing it. It has radically shifted my approach to life. And not only am I less stressed, less anxious, less overwhelmed, but I'm more present and more embodied in each and every moment. It's a practice, it's not overnight perfect, but I will say it's almost overnight in the sense that what Is being given is so tactical and so like do it right now that you immediately start seeing results but not only do you see them you feel them and that's the difference between what I can see with my eyes and what I can feel with my body my mind and also with my stress anxiety etc so I'm gonna jump into a little bit of that the course first started by presenting the dilemma that we face today living in 2022, which is we've never been more distracted. We never had more distractions around us. Our phones, our email, texts, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything, engagements, people we need to meet with, work, everything that is pulling our attention. That's not to say that everything is a distraction, but it's almost like what makes something a distraction is less what the thing is and more about when it's being used. For example, Instagram can be not a distraction, If I'm using it for the intention and the purpose of sharing something that's designed to help someone but if I'm on there flipping flipping mindlessly while I should be working on finishing that paper for work now it's a distraction so context matters understanding that Instagram in and of itself social media in and of itself doesn't have to be a distraction it's just about when we're doing it and making sure that we're doing the appropriate things at the appropriate time speaking of including things in our conversation now we have a plane by reminding us to stay lifted to stay flighty coming back so distractions are contextual dependent and there are two types of distractions there is distractions outside of ourselves and there are distractions pretty much like to ourselves and for ourselves so like people and things outside of ourselves versus phone computer pings tings, reminders emails etc they're the two major types of distractions that exist and we have to learn how and when to use them but the the underpinning thing here to get that I was left with about this is that distractions are destroying our lives. They're disrupting us from entering into a state of flow. Flow, as defined by Stephen Kotler, is the an optimal state of consciousness where we feel and perform our best. Our experience of life is expanded, it's growing, it's, it's really truly beautiful and miraculous being immersed in the deep now. And one way to not access flow which occurs in four stages as he describes it, which is struggle, release, flow, and recovery. The struggle, the first phase of flow, interestingly enough, is we have to struggle through it. We have to go through the, the struggle release. And I want to qualify that everything I'm sharing is from my personal experience and what I've deduced thus far. I'm not the expert, I'm not a doctor, and take everything you hear with a grain of salt and apply it in a way that is going to be safe for you. So first stage struggle we're gonna struggle we're gonna go through it the second stage is the release it's the letting go it's during this period this incubation period that is preparing us for the third state which is flow and flow occurs on a micro to macro occurrence meaning macro flow state is this altered state of consciousness time how it passes is changing it feels like everything is effortless and in the moment versus a my, and we can even like have this like almost like out-of-body experience as well versus a macro or a micro flow state a smaller version of that it could be something as simple as We're so in tune with what we're doing ie folding laundry We've done it so many times. We don't even have to think about it. The the thought to the action is seamless We are in that state and it's where or rather when we are inside a flow where we have that enriched experience in the now and everyone wants to experience that every time, like, oh, man, I was in the flow, I was in the zone. We want more of this. And, of course, after flow, fourth stage being the recovery phase, flow isn't expensive. It's taxing on the body. We're seeing a massive increase in neurotransmitters such as norepinephrine, dopamine, oxytocin, norepinephrine, and andamide, these uh, neurotransmitters that pump us deeper into this state of flow. And because of that, we need a recovery phase. But the thing to get here and why distractions are... So detrimental to our quality of life is because every time we are distracted or we are pulled from the thing that we're doing that we should be focusing on and concentrating on, because flow follows focus, every time we get distracted, it resets us back in the flow cycle and we're back in struggle. In other words, we're almost always struggling all the time if we're always distracted, which I'm Loosely sharing these statistics which were based in the course, but it was said that we experience a distraction about Every seven minutes which ends up being about eight every hour And it takes about 15 minutes after distraction to get back focused and we end up spending About six out of eight hours of our day Distracted meaning only two hours of our work is being focused in other words. We're almost Excuse me always struggling all the time. Well, what's the impact of this? Well, not only, let's just say in our workspace, not only are we not getting our work done, our task list is expanding, that adds anxiety, that adds stress, that adds overwhelm. So now, we're not getting what we need to get done, deadlines are being missed, more stress, more anxiety, more overwhelm, more cortisol, stress hormones. Now we go, you know, we go home or we want to spend time with our partner or we want to take time to read a book, but now we're thinking about work because we didn't get what needed to get done and work done, now we can't be present when it's not work time, when it's relaxed and chill time. And they also dropped a statistic that said that we spend about 47% of our time doing something other than what we're doing or thinking about something other than what we're doing. In other words, I'm at work thinking about social media or like what's the latest on my favorite football team or what's my partner doing, whatever that thing is that's pulling our attention, but then when we're with our partner, we're thinking about work. It is pulling us out of this deep and embodied experience of life. It is adding stress. It is keeping us from the deep now because we're almost always in our head. We're never in the experience. So what do we do? And that's what a lot of this boils down to is the getting into the, the tactical of what we can do. If you're listening to this and you're getting value and you want a deeper dive where I share even more of the insights, I don't want to like just shower all of them now because one thing that I'm clear about is that an unclear mind, an, indecis- an unclear mind creates an indecisive mind or an indecisive action, we don't take action. So I'm gonna share a couple of things that have supported me in, in recognizing, okay, we're not really truly present doing what we're doing at that time. We're distracted, distractions keeping us from flow. Flow follows focus. If our focus is distracted, we can't enter flow. Okay, and now I have an understanding of how this is impacting my life. I can see it for myself. One thing is we do wanna sit and think about, okay, how is my distracted nature impacting my life. Make a real connection. I can say all these words, but until we start making connections to our life and see that for ourselves, it's not going to hit us about how big of a problem this actually is. So first you want to take a moment to recognize how that's impacting your life. Are you as present as you want to be? Are you feeling as energized as you want to be? Are you feeling as clear and, and purposeful with your actions as you want to be? If the is no, it's a good indicator that, let's proceed forward. And again, if you want a deeper dive, like message me on Instagram, and just be like, yo, do a deeper dive, or email me, wolf at wolfcastillo.com, like yo, do a deeper dive, so that way I have that feedback and I can continue creating in that space. But this is just a couple of things, a few things that have been very helpful for me. The first is, we need to protect our sleep. One place we want to uh, optimizes our sleep, and one way we can do that is having a clear cutoff that at this point I'm done with my day, and setting alarm to indicate that. For example, if I want to be in bed by 11, I have alarms at 10 and 10:30 saying "wrap up your day." Okay, now we're definitely done with our day, and then at that say 10:30 time frame, that's when my phone now goes on airplane mode. And there's a number of reasons for one. I'm not going to be getting ping stink notifications, things that's going to pull my attention to my phone. And I don't understand the, the deep science of this well enough, but my understanding is that Wi-Fi and these types of transmission are emitting frequencies that are disrupting our internal frequency. So we have our internal wavelength or frequency, hello bird, and Wi-Fi and other things like that are disrupting it, meaning it is impacting our depth and quality of sleep, and we don't want those incoherent signals jacking with our coherent signal while we are sleeping or making us incoherent so set the alarms block time for your sleep put your phone on airplane mode when we're getting up in the morning first thing for the first hour we want to avoid using our phone in an unintentional way and I want to contextualize this some people will say don't touch your phone for the first hour I Personally don't adhere to that and the reason being is because I use my phone for meditation for breath work I actually intentionally use it to start my day So I don't think the answer for some of us is going to be don't use your phone But it's is to not use it in an unintentional way. meaning we're not going on social media. We're not checking email We're not checking text. We're not checking anything That's pulling us out into the world because that first hour we want to be with ourselves so first hour breathwork meditation yoga cold showers these are all things that I do but without getting into that piece, the most important thing is not using our phone in that way for the first hour of the day. And one thing that I find is also helpful is putting our phone in uh, a do not disturb. We have a setting on our phone. You can actually go and set this up on your phone a do not disturb functionality, where you can say from this time to this time, do not disturb, do not give me notifications. Uh, And you can also set it to where it uh, only gives notifications for certain things uh so i set my phone to do not disturb until about 10 a.m i don't want to see the ping stings reminders notifications and that has also been helpful to not pull me out of focus my focus is being with myself in the beginning portion of the day so we've set up our night we set up the start of our day now we're in the middle of our day and this is where it gets a little bit more comprehensive in terms of what we can do But the simple answer, the simple start here is when we are doing focused work, i.e. if I'm at work on my computer or I'm working on a document or a paper, whatever it is, my phone is on airplane mode. Why? Be- and also tucked away. It's on airplane mode and tucked away. Why? Because I'm not gonna be worried about pings, stings, reminders. I'm also not gonna be using it as a way to distract me from the thing that I'm doing. I am not allowed to touch my phone for that time frame. I'm not per- perfect about this yet, by the way. It, it takes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of practice. A lot of practice. So, airplane mode, phone goes away. If I'm spending uh, intentional time with my partner or my friends, airplane mode, set it away. And sometimes it's not always perfect in that way. It's like, okay, I'm going to set my phone aside for this time. And then if I need to take a moment to check in, it's like, hey, I'm going to intentionally take this next three minutes, engage with my phone, and then put it back away on airplane mode. But it's taking these little tactical things that done consistently help us to improve our embodiment, our in the nowness in our life. It's airplane mode before sleep is do not disturb in the morning. It's not looking at our phone first thing in the morning because that pulls us out of our experience. It's airplane mode and put away when we're taking focused work. We need to have segregated time for specific activities. Segregated for sleep, segregated for work, segregated for our friends and doing nothing else when we are doing that one thing. In other words, how to be less distracted, focus time. Anything that can be a distraction is a distraction. The fact that it even has the possibility of being a distraction is one so and (laughs) put it all together distractions are destroying us use airplane mode do not disturb and set those reminders alarms and those time frames to where it just handles it for you don't think about when you need to be putting your phone in airplane mode set an alarm set it to automatically handle it it takes less cognitive energy and load to get those things done when they're automated for us Switching conversations to why I have been less present on social media, the short of it is that I saw for myself that distractions were destroying my life and I saw that social media was one of those distractions. In some ways I was using it just kind of swiping along although over time that has grown and developed where... I am following accounts and consuming information that's more supportive to me, but nonetheless it can still be a distraction to consume something that's good for us if it's coming at the expense of doing a high-priority task that needs to get done for work or for personal reasons or spending time with people that we love. It can still be a distraction and that takes discernment. For me as a business owner, and this has been one of my qualms with Uh, social media is the intention is to use social media, Instagram, etc. to share ideas, to share learning information, tips, tactics, and strategies that I have learned from others or things that I've learned through my own experience. And one of the struggles is that I felt like I was putting a lot of things out but not necessarily sharing something or rather sharing in a way where I could also make money. And that's the thing that I've been working through in my own personal belief is not making myself wrong for charging or asking for money in return for the value that I am providing. Because you wouldn't we wouldn't make ourselves wrong, for example, for going to a job and saying, hey, I, you know, I traded my time for money, right? I, I came and I did this job. Why am I making myself wrong for wanting to To, say, put out a course or a program or to ask for something in return for the energy I was putting out. But then as I sat with it more, I realized, yeah, I'm not asking. And I also don't know or I'm not specifying what it is that I feel that I am being called here to share and to serve. And for that reason, that lack of clarity had me take a step away from social media to slow down, get clear about. What it is that I feel I'm being called to share and to serve in the form of medicine but also why it is that I am doing that and making sure that it's coming from a The most grounded place possible sharing from again the lessons of others and also my own experience and making sure that it is It's aligned it's coming from an aligned place and for a little bit now it it hasn't been feeling it's been aligned it's been feeling like a distraction it's been feeling like something that caused anxiety and was consuming a lot of my time and my energy so i am taking time to slow down to revisit the drawing board and get clear about what it is and why it is that i'm sharing on social media with the intention of honestly, being able to make money doing what I love, which is serving others, especially inside of the conversations of mental and emotional well-being and consciousness expansion, and in general, how do we live life in a higher quality? So, to sum up everything from beginning to end, you know, why deal with distractions and why uh, focus on Slowing down and coming back to the basics in my life and removing some social medias. I have been distracted. I Haven't been fully engaged in my life flow follows focus and my focus has been scattered So I'm taking time to reclaim my focus to recenter my energy to reclaim my experience in state of flow and As a business owner and as a human making sure that what I'm sharing is coming from an aligned place with clear intention and Claire um, clear action, like clarity of action, what it is that needs to be done. So my encouragement is that if you've listened to this, take something and put it into action, whether it's airplane mode before bed, do not disturb during focus time, or do not disturb in the morning, or if it's that idea or business thing that you've been wanting to do but putting off, follow through on that thing, like put something in your calendar, in your phone right now, and additionally, Put time in your calendar to work on, whether it's becoming less distracted or if it's adding more focused time, I guess it would be planning time, putting time in our calendar to say to do focused work and turn on airplane mode to the exclusion of that. But do something different because action is what is the bringer abouter of neurobiological change, of neuroplasticity, restructuring and rewiring of our brain such that our experience of life and ourselves is different and expanded. I hope this was valuable to you and your journey. And if it was, let me know. Send me a direct message on Instagram or shoot me an email, wolf at All feedback is loved and welcome. And of course, I would love to connect with you. So, so, so much love and peace be with you. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe and share this with your people. Big love, fam.